Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name's Brian Andrew. I don't have my sweet cheese, Jesse Sandoval, but just like the Clippers, we have the deepest team here, Jake Barnes. Your second week on the show. How you doing? Yo, what up? Just finished shooting the lookbook for the new drop literally like an hour ago. Excited to um, be on here with you guys. And it's always good to have Trent. We miss you, Jesse. How you doing, Trent? Uh, I'm a mixed bag right now. I'm missing Jesse. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. My man. Just come on back, bro. We love you. Uh, anyway, I, I'm what? Day 10? Without cigarettes now, day ten after Good thirty job. years of smoking, I'm, I I haven't committed any serious crimes yet, and <laughs> I haven't gained more than a couple pounds, so it's going way better than usual when I try to quit. Well, we're rooting uh, for you. But I ended up with an ear uh, infection like two days after I stopped smoking. It's just driving me bonkers, but I'll survive that. I'll survive it. Do you feel like but it's I feel, related? Feel pretty good. It's related, uh, or is it just like a? Coincidence? I have no idea. Coincidence. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I sneezed like 10 minutes before getting on. And for whatever reason, now my voice sounds like I'm sick, but I'm not. I just... you, you sound lovely. Oh, I appreciate it. Not as good as you, though. Well, we're working on it. We're all yeah. working. Right. Tonal Spe- quality. Speaking of good, which, you know, that's a terrible segue, but I just, I, we have to get into the pod somehow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Paul George was at the Padres Dodgers game yesterday. And when you think of an LA team, and there's also an L.A. team there. You would think Paul George is there in Dodger gear. But no, he was there in Padres gear. Yes, we're going to be heels because I understand that a good portion of the Clipper Nation is probably Dodger fans. But I'm a Padres fan. Jesse's a Padres fan. We converted Jake into a Padres fan. That's right. Someday we're going to make Trent into a Padres fan. <laughs> not not going to happen. Okay. But uh, both baseball are... is so boring, dude. <laughs> you know, wait, I, would, wait. I would, I would rather watch golf. Oh, but what if, what if I told yeah. you that you could go to Petco Park and just eat all the food and watch maybe like five innings of baseball? That's what Jake did. Mm-hmm. No, all right. Just <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, no, So no. both both of our wings in the last month and a half month or so mm-hmm. have been wearing Padres gear and it looked like the San Diego crowd gave a lot of love to Paul George yesterday and I remember when the when the Dodgers have hosted the Clippers at one point and the fans booed them so I guess my question is should the Padres and the Clippers come together and maybe have Padres night at Clipper games maybe have Clippers night at Padres games. Do we need to see it? They're on the same Valley Sports, San Diego, by the way. What do you guys think? Um, I think, yes, this should absolutely be a thing. Why would me being PG or Kawhi or any of the Clippers, if I'm going to a Dodger game and they boo me out of my seat, why am I going to go be a Dodger fan? You know what I'm saying? Like, why should they even 
entertain it. They went down 80, 90 miles down and they got cheered. They got, they got shown mad love. Bally's presented them as like PG tagged the LA Clippers on Twitter, bro. What? Like it is what it is at this point. Go Padres time to shine. Beat the Dodgers. (laughs) (laughs) Trent being that you hate baseball. What's your objective thoughts? No, It makes sense. It makes sense for the, for the Clippers to partner with the Padres or the angels. One of those, one of those teams without the, you know, hundred years of history that the Dodgers have, you know, the Dodgers have a hundred years of history and all these titles and all this success. And it's very much like the Lakers, mm-hmm. whereas the Clippers have struggled, you know, for 30 odd years, we had the worst owner in professional sports history. And that kind of sets you back a little bit. Um, granted, we've gone from the worst owner to the best owner. So tip of the hat to Stevie B. But yeah, it makes sense. You know, the Dodgers, Front runners, baby. That ain't us. That ain't how we roll. That's true. We're the underdogs. We're the other guys. Trent, I know you personally now. I know you used to be an Angels fan. If Steve yeah. Ballmer bought the Angels, would you start watching baseball again? Oh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> but you'd be like, all right. I just, I, I've fallen out of love with the game. It, it just, the players at this point are so good so skilled but the rules haven't evolved to make it more competitive Uh, we the pitchers have a massive advantage when it comes to the just the the mound is too high Mm -hmm. i mean come on we've got to evolve the game a little bit Uh, and the diehards are like well we gave you the dh in the national league now come on no 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 we got to think a lot harder than that so starting next year, they just announced this yesterday. There's mm-hmm. going to be a pitch count. You the clock. Count. Pitch clock, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, pitch clock. Uh, there will be bigger bases, to, so it would be safer, so you could keep, like, a foot on the base, but still also have a big enough base so people could slide onto the base without hurting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only uh, try to pick off a player a certain amount of times, so, like, you got to yep. use those light- wisely. So maybe the game is advancing. There also won't be a shift anymore starting next year. You have to have two infielders on uh, both sides of the second base. So, you know, maybe like it'll allow hitters to uh, be able to get on base more and make it more exciting. Maybe the games will go by quicker. We'll see. I was, I was really into baseball during the, uh, we'll call it the performance enhancing era. (laughs) You know, when, when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and, Jose Canseco and these guys were just tearing the cover off the ball and pitchers were at a real disadvantage because if they left anything over the plate, it was getting yonkered. And basically the umpires were like, the strike zone is about the size of a piece of toast guys. So hit the toast or you're walking a dude, uh, Barry Bonds, and all these guys were putting up ridiculous home run numbers. Well, bad for the game, but it was a lot of fun to watch. And when yeah. they, once they, Got out, got rid of all that. They really tried to clean up the game with the increased drug testing and so on and so forth. All the numbers dropped off, which tells you they were definitely performance enhancing uh, themselves. But yeah, I mean, I just kind of fell in love with it. Kind of the mid aughts. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I, I uh, did too. I did too. Yeah. I got I got bored, and then I eventually got into it with the Padres. Um, about 
13 years ago, 12 years ago now. But speaking about getting booed or feeling disrespected, let's go to these NBA 2K ratings. Uh, Jake <laughs> was There's uh, disrespect all over this place. Yeah, Jake, Jake bought the game. He even has the updated ratings that were changed from the launch. Yes, sir. So it's only been out for like a few days, right? I think since Thursday night, like 9 p.m. Yeah. So wow. they probably got a lot of Twitter backlash on some of these ratings. And we're like, all right, let's, let's adjust them a little bit. <laughs> uh, Jake, if you don't mind, go through the f- top five Clipper ratings so far. I believe I, I, I believe I have an idea who they are, but let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's go through them. So they got Kawhi at a, at a 94. Okay. They got PG at an 88. Disrespect. Nor, yeah, mm-hmm. word. Norm at an 80. And okay. John okay. John Wall at a seventy-eight. Okay, and who's after that? Uh, Zoo at seventy-seven. Okay. Reggie at seventy-seven, and Marcus oh. at seventy-seven. Okay, so we'll stop there for now. Mm-hmm. It's arguable who's the best player on the Clippers, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah. yes. So you would think, like, even if they wanted to make Kawhi better, you wouldn't mm-hmm. make him six points better. Yeah, so because Paul George has been the best Clipper at least in the last year and a half, <laughs> and uh, you would think the fact that they are updating rosters a couple days after the launch, you would think they would be like, oh, maybe we should get Paul George up at, up until at least the nineties. It's a little disrespectful days in the eighties, I would say. I don't know if you guys agree or not. Bro, it's complete BS. He is an eighty-eight, like. Like, it, what's his name? Jordan Poole's an 84. So you're telling oh, me, come on. You're telling me Jordan Poole and, and – Come on. Four points, like, <laughs> you know, uh, not even that, though. DeMar DeRozan's at 89. So you DeMar know, is better than Paul George? DeMar is better than PG. DeJounte I, Murray's an 86. I, I feel like they wow. made Paul George's rating, and then they just totally forgot about him. Because you, you think they would have updated it by now. They bring the guy in to do his motion caps. They have his size-ups, his dribbles, his hezzy, his jump shot. And for some reason, though, they put him at an 88. And then, like, I got t- Tyler Hero's an 84. Tyler Hero. Okay. So, like, Tyler Hero's an 84. Mike Conley's an 82. So you're telling me PG and Mike Conley are six points apart? <laughs> you tell me that Mike Conley is five points better than Reggie Jackson? Yeah, <laughs> at this I point mean, in his career, right now, yeah, twenty twenty three. Conley's legs don't bend; they just, they just they're just they're just straight the entire time. If you go watch him play basketball, his legs I'm, are just I'm, straight the entire time. And then if like, and then I would think like, right, it's because of availability why they made PG so low. Nah, they gave Zion an eighty seven, which oh. is fair, which is fair for Zion, right? But it's not fair for PG because it's like. Well, how's PG an 88? Is Zion as a 87? Well, then why is Kawhi a 94? Oh, we ain't going to get into that because I don't think Kawhi should be a 94. I think he should be, I a, 90, I think he should be a 91. I, yeah, I'd say they should both be in the low 90s, you know, like the 90, 91, 92 yeah. range. Because, of, because they probably will have a really bad stamina or injury rating, I'm assuming, to bring the rest of their stuff down. And, and what really gets me hot here, though, is oh. Chris Paul is a 90. Oh, so Chris Paul's better than Paul George. So Chris Paul's a 90, and then Book is a 91. Uh, and it's like, 
So you're Sorry. telling me the overall NBA favorites to win the championship don't have two nineties, but this Phoenix Suns team. I does. think I think we've entered the official Paul George is underrated, um, like discussion, and not not even just um two K wise. I see a lot of people like you know putting book in front of him, like just out there. So I've even seen Chris Middleton over him. Like you know, I I think we're starting to enter like the PG is starting to become a little underrated. That's madness. Like Porzingis is an eighty-five, which you know it makes sense for Porzingis. Like that's right. Like if you look at the context of these players, it's like fine. Porzingis being eighty-five makes sense because he's not healthy and he doesn't play any defense, but he's a really good offensive player. Right. But when you start comparing it to other ratings, isn't Anthony Davis above Paul George right now? He's a ninety. Okay. I think he's a ninety. Like fine when he's on the court he kind of plays like a night like if paul george was in the 90s i would understand why anthony davis is in the 90s anthony but. davis shot like 20 percent from three last year on oh, yeah. volume 19 percent. what's what's it, there was a one in front of that I believe. Oh, okay <laughs> don't don't give him too much respect no better <laughs> he, he, like efficiency wise he was one of the worst shooters in the league last year by a lot and he's a 90 is lebron is lebron still a 96 He's a 96. So, but, okay, go through everybody until you get to Kawhi in terms of overall ratings. Uh, as far as the just the, the clips or, or just everybody? Every, everybody. everybody. So, so everybody. I think uh, Embiid's a Giannis 96. better be number one. Giannis is a 97. Okay. Uh, Tatum is a 93. So there's some, like, context right there. Just, like, considering where Kawhi is at, he's a 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morant's a 93. Trey Young is a 90. Butler is a 93, which I think is really high for Jimmy. Yeah. Be- because like in season, he kind of like coasts a little bit. He's a, a 90, he's a 90, 89 guy. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think he's like an 89 guy. Like 20% from three in the season doesn't yep. get you a 93 overall. Yeah. You know, and so um he shoots free throws really well and a lot of them. Right. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously LeBron's a 96, Luca's a 95. Durant's right, a 96. Jokic a 96. So Durant has the same injury BS as everybody else, too. Yes. All right, continue. So we I, got Jokic you, 90. Uh-huh. You also mentioned Kyrie's at 89, which is above. Kyrie, Kyrie is at 89, which is above <laughs> PG, which is like. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's. Sure. it's I'd really book a 91. Like I said, Shea at an 87. So, so okay, oh, Shay is on. one level above Paul George. So we're starting to reach like um, I'm telling you, like we're starting to reach this like PG is underrated like category where it's like to give him an 88 means that he's sharing the marks of like Zach Levine's and like Middleton's is, and is Drew it, Holidays. Is it that BS Robin label that people give him? Like you know, Kawhi's I think so. I, I think so. I think I think he's getting like that Robin label. But that's also BS because other Robins are getting nineties. Yeah, it's Chris true. Paul has a ninety for fourteen and, points and, a game. And you can make the case that Chris Paul is the Batman there. Yeah, you can. So I mean, Gobert has an eighty-eight. So Gobert ties. PG. Oh God. But that's because <laughs> <of, laughs> you go Trent. Oh, hold on, Trent's about to break out. his mic. It's because oh. they max out, they max out all of Gobert's defense, and then take away his like offense, right? So they have to figure out a balance in it. Towns is an eighty-nine. So, Carl Anthony Towns is better than Paul George. Dame is an eighty-nine. So actually, that's kind of disrespectful to Dame a little bit. 
Like if if That's everybody right, else is, if everybody else is in the nineties and how, and how good he could be offensively, I understand that he had like a stomach ache last year. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you could you could put him. You could put him in the '90s. I think you should put Paul George and Dame in the '90s. I think it's undeniably like uh, I spoke with all my friends that we all play 2K. They're all like Nets fans, Laker fans, etc. They all agree PG's a 90, 91. Yeah, like yeah. it's not even. It's not even. There's no discussion on that. Would, would, would anyone be surprised if Paul George made an All NBA team next year, like third team All NBA? No, no. I don't, I don't think anybody should be surprised if he plays 65 games. He should probably be in the discussion for an All NBA slot. That means he's a ninety plus player rating wise in two K. Now, I don't understand why dudes give a damn. Honestly, mm-hmm. whatever. I always view my career and I make myself, and I'm going to be a ninety nine eventually. But whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, these guys obviously get upset about it. We've seen dudes tweet and be like, hey, "Man, two K did be dirty this year." <laughs> Like, do you guys really care? But I guess video gaming and the NBA are, are, that's a big deal. It's part of the culture. Yeah, it's, it's interesting too, because for someone who is really active in the gaming, uh, like the gaming community as Paul George is, I feel like you wouldn't disrespect him. Like it legit feels like they made his rating like fourth or fifth. And then just totally forgot about him and started updating everybody else around him. But it, yeah, like he like he was in the Western Conference just two years ago, or two playoff two playoff appearances ago. They also gave him like an eighty three three pointer, and LeBron has a seventy nine, and LeBron shot thirty five percent, and PG's like almost around a thirty eight percent from like his career. Like, I don't, league, I don't, I don't know how it goes. League average is thirty five. Yeah. They also they, they also put Steph Curry at a 99 and everyone below him's an 88 and yeah, including well. Luke Kennard who had the best three point shooting percentage last year. And it's not like yeah, he just yeah. sat on the list, the line and just did catch and shoot threes. If you remember the Wizards game, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you remember those Laker games, Luke Kennard, Luke Kennard knows how to shoot that off the dribble and catch and shoot. So it's not just like if you if they should if they want to make Steph Curry 99, sure because he can make a full court shot. But you would think Luke Kennard would be like at least in the 90s, 92, 93. Yeah, what's what's the criteria for being an over 90 rating in three-point shooting? You got to shoot better than 45%? Yeah. What? It's I, not I, like it's I, not like yeah. it was a, at a small clip either. Like it, it was a, throughout a whole season playing 27 minutes a game. Right. Like, uh, fun. Oh, these stats are just like – they just do these things to level out like the team. So like if they rate – team the team can be rated first or second or whatever do i don't think, know how they do it necessarily and keep in mind there's a lot of players who are rated higher or around where paul george is at who missed just as many games as he did last year basically where, yeah, where's, like, where, uh, where's ben simmons on there i think he's an 84 let me check uh, he's an 83 all right you know that's fair you miss i think that's fair game. i think that's actually pretty fair I, yeah, I the one see. that makes a little like he trips me out a little bit it's like they dock Jamal Murray, he got an 84, which Jamal Murray healthy is probably like 87, 88, you know, like, but I don't Still understand. Don't play defense. Yeah, I don't get it because then Zion's like an 87, but Zion hasn't really played in like two years. All right. Uh, what's Donovan Mitchell? 89, I think. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> so it's, it's he's at 88. He's an 88. He's tied with PG Donovan Mitchell. If we're going playoff to playoff, Terrence yeah. Mann is better than Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I just I don't I don't get the standards. Like DeRozan and Levine, DeRozan's at 89 and Levine's in 88. And then like I don't I just don't get it. With, I don't to be honest, like I would probably drop DeRozan maybe to an 87 or so, but like saying that the top Bulls players in the high 80s, that makes a lot of sense if you watched the Bulls play last year. Um, he was he was exceptional last year. DeRozan yeah. deserves his flowers for having you yeah. know an MVP caliber season. But not better than Paul George. It was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> so like Middleton's I, in 86. Okay, which you know, Middleton could that that seems uh, somewhat fair, but he could maybe be a little higher if everybody else was a high. Like I think if you moved everybody up who should be up, Middleton could be like an 88, 87. Because like he just won the championship with Giannis the year the, the year prior, and he was really good in those finals. Yeah, it was. All right, uh Patrick Beverly. He's like what 79? Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. I got it. Now uh, that he's on the Lakers, they've upped him to a 98. <laughs> 78. 78. He's a 78. 78. Ah, 78. What's Russ? 78. <laughs> they're both the same? Yeah, they're both the same. I think, honestly, to be fair, I think Russ is a little they, – they're hating on him a little bit. I think Russ is like an 81, 82. I'm being pretty fair on that, too. Like, I think he's in the 80s for sure. Low 80s, but he's 80. Like, keep in mind, like, Russ wasn't good last year. I'm not going to say he was. Yeah. He wasn't good. But the team was also not very good. Yeah. It's it's not like Russ could just, like, kick it out on a drive and then hope that fill-in player name like THT or Stanley Johnson was going to make the shot for him so he could get credit for that assist. <laughs> the two guys, they just traded. And when in growing up to play – Growing up playing basketball, if you have an open shot, you need to take it. And Russ was just taking open shots and just hitting the top of the backboard. It is what it is. <laughs> but he's still an 80-something player, I would assume. Not, not in a high 80s. He, I would probably put him 79, 80. And then based on maybe how he starts the season, you can move it up or down. Do you think Paul George will get to 90 before the season starts? No. You'll, they'll keep him at an 80. I, I – uh... 2K is so lazy at like changing the ratings and blah blah blah. Like they still got him having the braids on the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, bro, he ain't had the braids since like February or like March or something. <laughs> like, like, I think he like cut him off like December or something like that. So it's been yeah. a while. The game is just lazy, so doubt it. Um, do do, I, you, do you feel Norm is safely? So Norm's an eighty. I think that's pretty good for him. Actually, that's I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if someone put him in a seventy-nine. Like he's only three points below Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I, think I think it's pretty fair. I think um, every, everybody else seems pretty, pretty all right to me. I would say, yeah, I would say quality role players in the mid seventies to eighty is probably about where they should be. Yeah. I agree. So so keep in mind because I mentioned this last year without even looking at the ratings, but I just knew it. The Clippers went 42 and 40 last year with nothing but 70s on the court. Right. Whereas, you know, the Lakers at least had two 90s for some of those games. Uh, so, LeBron said 96. Thank you. <coughs> oh, my bad. Yeah, 90, yeah. 96. <coughs> 96. Which I don't know how many games he played last year, but LeBron, I feel like, played a lot of games last year. Like, I think only 55, right? 
Yeah, consider yeah, considering right, considering him having lingering injuries and stuff like that, and him missing like the final week of the season. Like considering like fifty five games, that's that's a lot. You know, he he was really trying to get that scoring title. <laughs> is there any more? Is there? I, I I I played more defense last year than LeBron James did. <laughs> you know what? We we had to we had to defend Zoo a lot on Twitter. So yeah, we, we we to be fair. We, uh, is there anything else in terms of ratings or anything I'm on two cur- K that we should be I, that we should know about before? I am on? curious. I'm curious about big men. I'm curious about the center position. Can yeah. can you filter it by centers and talk yeah, yeah, to us I'm, about I'm, like, like see, the yeah. top ten rated centers? And uh, you know, Zoo's a seventy eight. You said Zoo's a seventy seven. Okay. So of right, course, sure. Embiid and Jokic are ninety sixes, right? They're, as they should be. Trez, Trez is a seventy six. Trez, sure Ma- Montrez Harrell. Yeah, Trez. One, Trez. one, one point below Zoo, who yes. got pl- who played so bad in a in a Western Conference semi matchup against Jokic that he has not been able to be the same player ever since. So, <laughs> you know, it's kind of confusing. So, like Lopez and Portis are eighties. Which, um, I mean, I guess you can maybe give that to Portis, but I want to give it to. I was both about to say them. I'd give it to I'd give it to one of them. I don't know if I'd give it to probably Portis. Okay. Uh, Drummond is the seventy nine. Get out. So Drummond is better than Zoo. Vucevic Get is eighty three. Vucevic eighty three. <laughs> fine. He he he, aver- he averages a double double. So Jerry Allen is eighty five. Sure. Robert, Robert Williams. Wait 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 a minute. Vucevic. The yeah, center for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, 83. Yeah. 83. He averages a double-double, doesn't he? Here's this one, though. This is the one that here that, like, will get y'all. Steven Adams is at 82. And so that one I look at, and Adams is, like, 70 points, 10 rebounds a game, you know, and yeah. uh, 50% from the field pretty much. I'm like, well, Zoo is, like, 10 points, 8 rebounds from 60% from the field. On twenty five minutes, yeah. So, but I'm, but I'm sure, know. I'm sure Stephen Adams' offensive rebounding is like a ninety nine or something. <laughs> Probably that's see, that's the thing that skews it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And so, Capella's an eighty four. Fine. Uh-huh. Adebayo's yeah. an eighty seven. He should probably be. I don't know. That's about where he should be. Yeah. Okay. Would you consider Jimmy Butler's the better player? Right. Yeah. But if we're looking at the Miami Heat situation, most important would be Bam. Yeah. And yeah. so you would think that you would skew Jimmy down and raise Bam maybe one more point. So like Jimmy's maybe 89, 90, and then Bam's 88 or so. 88, but, 89, right in next to him. Maybe. But, yeah. yeah. Hey, what do I know? I don't make enough money to uh, design also, video like, games. Right here, Mason Plumlee's a 75 and Zoo is 77. It's like not even – that's not – But see, like they need somebody when these ratings that come out because I, I, it makes sense like how they come up with these because they, they look at each thing and they compare it probably. and then, But then at the end of it, you got to look at everybody's rating and go, well, we can't say that player is better than that player. So we got to figure out a way to like maybe make Paul George's three-point shooting in 86 and then maybe that – That's what makes... I'm saying. They got to like compensate in areas. Mm-hmm. Arnstein's a 74. And sure. Mitch, Mitch is at eighty-one. Mitchell Robinson's at eighty-one. Mitchell Robinson's at eighty-one. Get out! It, it, get, it, get out! It has to be. They're looking at stat lines. Oh yeah, it has to be. Maybe but, the, maybe Zeus' stamina is really low because he doesn't play a lot of minutes, but it's not because he can't. 
it's because Tyloo just doesn't have coach's a coach's decision. Effort. Yeah. But then like look at Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant is a 76 and Zeus yeah, okay. is 77. Yeah, like that that that's the kind of stuff to yeah. me where it's kind of like uh Mo Bamba's a 79. And they basically average the yep. same amount of point. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like McGee's a 77. Uh, Dwight, Powell, okay. Dwight Powell's a 76, Claxton 76. <laughs> the, uh, the Nets gave up on Claxton last year. <laughs> you know, 82 uh Turner, right? I feel like Miles Turner hasn't played in four years. Isaiah Stewart, 76. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just like stuff like that. Like Sangoon is a 77. If, if, okay. they, if they believe in him, sure. Yeah. Roby, Roby's a 75. Portal's a 78. Roby is a 75. These, these attributes should be based on their performances last year, and then they should adjust them once they prove this year that they are better. Yeah, I think they just go by overall ability, I think, maybe. Maybe yeah. it's just like overall ability, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just rate them off," you know, which it probably shouldn't be like that. I also don't think that they should have like one ninety-seven and then like five, six dudes tied for ninety-six. Yeah, because I don't think it's like that in real life. To me, it's like Giannis clears, and then like there's there's to me two, three, four, or five is like there's a real drop off. Yeah. You know, like well, well I, yeah, they they should they should probably make him like a ninety eight because he should be like an unstoppable player in the game. But then like there there's also players that are good based on context. Like Steph Curry's a ninety nine three point shooter, so like he he in context is a better point guard than Giannis is, right? So like out of all the point guards, maybe Steph Curry you put number one just because of how well he shoots. Two K used to be like that where they they rated you by tiers and by tiers of players. Yeah. But I guess they got rid of it. I don't know. Maybe it got confusing for people. But because it's like LeBron being in '96, probably because like maybe two or three years ago he was a '99 or something. Like fine. Mm-hmm. Like when he's healthy, he can be that good of a player. But like mm-hmm. in real life, you gotta drop his defensive rating down to make him a '93 or something. Like he's like, <laughs> like he's he doesn't he he chooses not to play defense. That's not gonna change. And it's not like he's a great free throw uh... shooter either. And he's older. Like, if you're going to start making other players look better because you think they're going to be better going into next year, you got to start looking at the older players and drop them down in percentage. Yeah, they got they got a LeBron's perimeter defense at a ninety, and so like because you know, apparently it's 2013. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, they just go off like rep and like I don't know. But regardless, PG's underrated. That's what we're at here. Yeah, that's. I think. Like, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think I'd care as much until unless, yeah, like, I, like. Well, I think that you could make the argument that Zubats is underrated as well. Yeah, I mean that seems kind of low. Seventy-seven. Like, I don't know. You know. And all right, what's Musa? Uh, I think he's really low. Let me see. I think he's like he's in like, the sixties, right? I think he's in like a sixty-five. No, that's where that's usually where they put rookies. With... Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Which, which is pretty oh, good pretty, for a rookie, right? That's pretty solid. What's he Moses got, Brown? What's Moses Brown compared to Musa? 72. So it's not that bad. It's like yeah. three points. If I was playing 2K right now, I'd probably drop Moses and just have Musa be my backup center. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh, it's art, art imitating life is what I think it's going to be. I don't, mm. I don't think Moses is going to make the team. But that's just me. Do you think they're going to go find somebody or do you think they're just going to rock like a smaller five, like in Roko and then maybe have Musa get some minutes. I think that they're going to go like full on kamikaze small ball this year. and It'll probably end up biting them in the ass. 
Oh, yeah. speaking of small ball, what's Draymond Green? Oh, that's good. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you he's like at 83. bet you he's like at 83. The guy uh, puts up G League numbers. The guy that come on is 83. He's 83. He's an 83. He's just as good as Ben Simmons. Yes, but his they got his defense like crazy on but, here. Okay, what's like, his three? What's his what's his three point shooting rating? It's it's pretty low. I think it's like a 72. 72. That's way too high. Yeah, yeah, it should be it should be like a 65, like 60-65. I, I, I hope a team gives this guy the max. And I know it's not going to be us because we can't afford it, which is good. If no. this was the Donald Sterling Clippers, we would have given Draymond Green the, the max. <laughs> yeah, nah, not for sure. I, I feel that. Uh, I don't remember ever giving anybody the max in the Sterling era. <laughs> you know what? You're right. We, we probably... Brand? Brand. Brand maybe, and then we probably gave uh, Chris Paul the max while he was still here when Donald Sterling was the owner. Yeah, they traded for him under contract, and Sterling. Then they didn't re-sign him because he, 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 he was, was already here, locked in. He was here from 2012 to Sterling left in 2014, right? So maybe, maybe he still had more years on his contract. Yeah, I think so. So, so, uh, so okay. no, there's, there's, there's another, there's probably some other Clippers pod that can answer that for somebody else, right? Sure. <laughs> so, sure. Uh, let's get into this jersey schedule. Woo! Yeah. Every time I'm on with Jake, it's jersey, jersey talk. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. You're so right, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If, if I could, if I could pull the current a little bit, I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to have Trent on this week, me, Trent, Jesse, right? And then I was like, but we're going to talk about jerseys and 2K ratings. Right, let's, get, let's, get, let's get Jake on. And I'm glad I did because he has the game in front of him. So, <laughs> uh, before yeah, we normally move I'm, on. Normally I'm worthless in this conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we're going to have 44 games in black jerseys this year because we're going to have two black jerseys. So we're going to have the cartoon jerseys and we're going to have the cursive jerseys. Low-key, I really like the cursive jerseys. Uh, are you guys? The is the is the city edition? Yes. Mm-hmm. And the and the cartoon is the, the, the state, state statements. Statement. Okay. So those will probably stick around at least till we get to the into a dome. I'm assuming because statement jerseys usually stick around. I believe. Uh, low key, our white jerseys are pretty clean. We don't talk about them too much. The blue, the blue word. I like both of them. I like both the blue and the white. Okay, there you go. But like, because a lot of people talk about the Clippers and like abandoning the red. I feel like our white jerseys with the big red number shows that, you know, we haven't completely abandoned red. <laughs> and I like them a lot because it is a little bit more of the old school look. Uh, but how do you guys feel about the fact that we're going to have black jerseys basically for over half the season? We'll start with Trent. But black for forty-four games. This guy, I guess, it'll make the players happy. They seem to really like them. They're very slimming. Uh, it's very fine. Slimming. I, yeah, I guess they're leaning into like I remember the very first time I was on this pub with Jake, and we were talking about the Clippers just leaning into black and white, and they they have full on done it. Uh, they're fine. I mean, at least we retired that one black. Jersey that we kept getting smoked in. Which one was that? The, the, was that the old statement jersey? 
Yeah, that was the old mm-hmm. statement with just the logo. With just the logo in black. Yeah, that one, the, the one that we like couldn't win a damn playoff game. In. Mm-hmm. We got rid of those. So that makes me happy. Uh, I don't know. I like the, I like the, not the new, I like the new statement edition with the flags. Oh, and yeah. The cartoon. Yeah. And then That's... the other one's all right. It's got a blue pipe on one side and a red pipe on the other, which is kind of weird for me, but mm-hmm. I, know, I guess. Uh, yeah. Jake. I liked last year's mixtapes. Yeah, me too. Daka. But I'm a, I'm a colorful person, naturally. Uh, Jake? Yeah, the jerseys are fire. I mean, in, in person, they're super nice. I hope you guys like them. I like the uh, like the wave on the side of those uh, the statement jerseys. I think they're dope. Uh, people are going to like them. People are going to like the shorts on the um, city jerseys. I really want to see I those. can't say what's on it. But like people are gonna like him. Okay, just, because just I... Steve Ballmer and Chuck the Condor embracing. Oh, uh, if there yeah, was right. Chuck shorts, like, uh... if there was Chuck shorts, all yeah. Like, now people like are gonna people, people are for sure gonna like these. I think obviously my little brother was talking to me about it yesterday, and he was saying how you know we don't have an identity yet. We always have this conversation, but it's like they're barely establishing theirs right now. It's like the first time they've really even made. This is the furthest they've ever been in franchise history. So it's like they're just trying to figure it out. But I do like the, um, I guess, the direction. We'll see. We'll see where everything goes. I don't know. I, I like I, them though. Well, I think we, I think we did have an identity during Lob City, and that identity was entertaining. I mean, mm-hmm. whether they were super successful or not, mm-hmm. it, it was fun to watch Blake and DJ Duncan and JJ bombing three pointers. Jamal crossing over everybody and and their sister mm-hmm. and uh, and and CP3 was a great floor general for that team. That team was a ton of fun to watch. Unfortunately, the results weren't there, and mm-hmm. I think the transition away from all that fun time, entertainment, colors, red and blue, blah blah blah, into this more black and white, more workmanlike culture that they're they're kind of resetting from entertainment being the thing to hard work and results. And I also feel like this Clippers team that we currently have is they really, the first season with Doc, I think we all thought this was going to be a really good two-way team, right? Defense, offense, we have it all. And then By the numbers it was. Yeah, but like when we started playing teams in the bubble, we were like, we're not really doing what we thought we were going to do. And then with Ty Lue, I feel like we really embrace that again. And also, it is part of our identity that we are so deep. Like, you have to game plan for the two-way players on our team, I feel like. <laughs> you have to game plan for the 15th guy on the roster. Because there's a good chance you're going to play against them. And we do have the next man up mentality and it makes it where the clipper clipper fan base doesn't have to be worried obviously if Kawhi goes down or paul george goes down we're gonna be like oh man that kind of ruins our championship aspirations but if like one of them went down and we had to fill them in with yeah i don't know more morris minutes more reggie minutes i don't think we'd be worried about not making the playoffs you know we'd be like all right we're still gonna make the playoffs it's just like that championship window hopefully one of those players comes back and i think that's how we felt last year 
we weren't too concerned about not making the playoffs. We were just like, we, there was moments where we were like, it can happen where we don't make it, but we were like, all right, what seed? What, by what March, we knew what seed we were gonna have for the entire month. It was just a matter yeah. of if anybody could get healthy. Damn so, plan. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just we have we do have an identity, and I do I do think like our identity now is kind of like all right, we're gonna wear black and white Mister Cartoon jerseys and stuff like that, and then eventually we're gonna go into the, into a dome into a dome, and we'll see what the team does then. And I think that will be what we are for the next 10, 15 years. Uh, but yeah, uh, I like the jerseys. I, I actually like I like that you're com- they're they're combining the Mister Cartoon which is probably a modern day favorite still and then still mixing in the San Diego stuff. It actually, in my opinion, makes sense because you're kind of transitioning from the San Diego colors we used last year to the San Diego design with the jersey this year in terms of adding that to our statement jerseys. And it's just not like, you know, boring. It's just not miss. We've already done Mr. Cartoon in white. We've already done Mr. Cartoon in black. Let's add something else to it to make it different. And we did that with the, the wave or the sails or whatever that is. And then the cursive i actually think the cursive is a tribute to lob city the the cursive the cursive yeah. los angeles looks a lot like the los angeles uh, blue jerseys we used to have they i love kinda, those jerseys i love like those blue jerseys 14 15 yeah and then they also look similar to like those uh light blue t-shirt jerseys we had uh, <laughs> so yeah, i i think I, I, I do think it's a tribute t-shirt. also it's a cursive so it's 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 just kind of like a tribute to the Clippers in general, but we're also doing it in the black that they like to wear now. And I, and I think having two jerseys in black really helps the team, I guess, like, cause the team really likes to wear black, even though it's proven that they were not good in black, they still <laughs> wore them. So like, I think now it gives them two options when they go into the playoffs or whatever and say like, Hey, what jerseys do you want to wear? Which, which of these two do you want to wear? <laughs> and uh, hopefully we get some good luck in one of them. I agree. I hope our statement jersey. I mean, people. I see people online. A lot of people don't like them, and they're like hard on them, and they want the old colors back and stuff. It's just like, just give it a chance. I know when you see it, um, it's gonna look different when you see it on court. Like, and I'm not sure about this, but look out for a, a court, a legit court. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you think that they're gonna update the court? Yeah, I think that's a huge po- yeah, I think it's a huge possibility. So it's like, um, you know, look out for a court because that could be a thing. So when everything matches and everything gets that look, the aesthetic is going to be different. I think people are going to um, buy in, you know. So so they'll probably have a black court. I'm assuming, but, yeah. But but do you think the black court will have the Mr. Cartoon on it or will it just yeah, not I think it have will. anything? I think it okay. will. Just like it did for, um, what, two years ago? So, so you think we'll have we'll have a Mr. Cartoon court, and even if they wear the cursive jerseys, they'll just use the Mr. Cartoon court? Because I don't think the Clippers have a lot of uh, say in how many courts they could have. So if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if you guys can, like, correct me. The black was meant for downtown LA nights on, yeah. like, Fridays. Yeah. So for our statements, right? So yeah. I think our So I think they're probably going to keep doing that with a statement, and then, like, we're going to have special city edition night with, the, with that jersey. So I don't know what the – like, you know, I don't know what they got planned up, like what marketing has planned up for whatever events they want to do with the jersey. But like last year, if you guys went to any games, you know, for the people listening, they know that they had like 80s nights and 90s nights and 2000s mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. to kind of pay tribute to the to the jersey. So they have a plan for this jersey. We just don't know what it is. So, you know, just 
for people to just you know keep their eyes open like and just accept them for what they are uh, I, I think they'll do the, just a black court well you know maybe maybe you've already heard something <laughs> but they'll do, they'll probably just do a regular court with a black lac logo like they did for the downtown nights and just mm-hmm. use that court for both jerseys that's cool too like i'm down yeah, with whatever cool. yeah i'm down with whatever i mean for everybody that wants real change you know we're like a year and a half two years away from it so yeah they're not know. they're not gonna give they're not gonna change the identity and stuff like that and turn until they're in, in the intuit dome like there's no reason to do it while they're still in crypto.com you know so i think it's, it's really cool legit that, like a year and a half away right so yeah and I, and I think it's really cool in the last three to four years we've had the same design for you know with the mr cartoon like obviously they were city edition jerseys then and now they're statement jerseys now and if they are statement jerseys i'm assuming they're going to keep them next year so that's four out of five years with a similar identity. So like for people who are questioning like where our identity is at, I would say it's right there. And then if they, they put a pause on it, had the cool blue and orange jerseys while everyone was injured. <laughs> you know, so like <laughs> That's exactly what they did though. It was like, all right, this is like our real, you know, what we got going on. And then it was like, well, well last year, that, that the mixtape edition jerseys were across the league and it was in one of the 75th anniversary. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's like paying tribute, right? It was and, a one-off. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's a theme that they went for and now they're going back to like, you know, what they're trying to go to. So I know people are upset. Just give it a chance. You know what I'm saying? Don't be a boomer or whatever they say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, give it a chance. Like I, I promise you, like, you know, when they win the NBA finals and they got the fire mystery cartoon font all over the place, like people are going to love it. You know what? I don't think the, 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 the Clippers could wear Laker jerseys in the finals as long as they win. It don't really matter to me. I think guys should just be excited. The guys obviously like them. And um, I'm excited for what, like, you know, marketing has a plan for like special events, special nights, et cetera. So that'll be cool. Speaking of schedules, oh, you got you have something to say? Oh, no, 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 no. It looked I'm like dancing. your hand was raised, but you were dancing, which is I'm dancing. That, that I love it. I'm excited. Uh, I want to see him win in New Jersey. Let's do this. When's the game start? So, in 23 24, so this is the year before we go into the Into a Dome. The NBA is considering, or it looks like they're probably going to for sure do an in season tournament. I think mm-hmm. we all have different opinions on it. Or we all have questions about it, I guess. And then we all have like, eh, whatever about it. Uh, so I'll, I'll go down on what it looks like they have so far. The current framework is cup games through November, which is kind of similar how the WNBA does it. Like they just take games that are like within their divisions or conferences and just say this is now a cup game, but it counts toward the regular season as well. Uh, eight teams will advance to a single elimination final in December, and other 22 teams will continue with the regular season. All games part of the normal 82-game season, except for one extra for the final two teams in the championship or whatever it is, which is I'm intrigued on how they'll incorporate a single elimination tournament and still have account for regular season. So I, I'm assuming yeah, it's going to make scheduling really bizarre. Like I'm like I'm, they'll have to flex schedule the back end of the schedule. So I'm I'm wondering if in December everyone will have games put on the schedule and then 
maybe they could those games are cancelable games like for example they'll give the clippers a fifth thunder game and if they don't make the tournament they just play the thunder five times a year but if they do make the game then they i mean if they do make the tourney then they basically play the new tourney team or whatever i i'm glad i don't have to schedule it yeah it just doesn't make <laughs> sense why they would do a single elimination like i, I guess it I guess the way I would word it is they might have to play. If you make the tournament, then you just don't have to play the final three games of the year. I, I'll just put it that way or something. And then, like, the, the teams you're supposed to play at the end of the year, we'll just have to find new matchups. Like you said, like, they'll have to flex, they'll make it more flexible at the end of the year. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll have flexible, you know, like, make sure that you don't – make sure that you don't schedule all of the matchups against any specific team in the first part of the season – so that you'll at least have one game that you can cancel on the back end. Yeah. Like instead of playing the Jazz four times, we would play them three times with a fourth Jazz game way at the end of the schedule. And then if we happen to beat the Jazz in the tournament, well, we'll use that tournament game and toss out the but at the end of the season. Yeah. Know what I mean? They should have the uh, final on Christmas Day. That would be I, cool. I think I think they should make it where they have all these Christmas Day games, but then leave the final open. And then they, they put it at a, like at a neutral site. And then if, like, for whatever reason, the Lakers have a Christmas Day game and they also made it to the finals, well, sorry, the Christmas Day game they had is going to get canceled. They're still going to have a Christmas Day game, so but it's going to be at a neutral site. Um, yeah, I mean, or... The neutral site is a cornfield in Iowa. Which would be cool, right? They, or, or they had to play it at Rucker Park or something. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I actually like it. It's just the thing with basketball is, and I think we'll get into similar stuff when we maybe talk about some expansion teams in a little bit. Uh, basketball has this really, I don't want to say it's silly, but I feel like it's unique in terms of like you either get a ring or your career was a sh- was was crap. Basically, <laughs> like it's 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 rings or nothing league. And I think if we were to count mid-season banners or like let's just say like teams want to put these banners up. So like I feel like you've mentioned this too it's like all right if it's not worth putting a banner up necessarily then like it has to be something a little bit more tangible that the players get more so than money like why should we care that the players get extra cash so maybe extra draft picks maybe an automatic maybe an automatic seed into the into the nba playoffs but then like do you just take the rest of the year off yeah can't do that (laughs) Imagine if you if the winner of the end season tournament got the number five overall pick in the next draft, and we just have a thirty one pick first round. Yeah. And or, so or, we lock in that number five. We don't want to give it the number one because that would be ridiculous. But but like a number five pick, that's a big deal. Or, that would or, be a huge deal. Or if you're uh, if you're a lottery team, maybe you get an extra lottery pick. Like you just put in, you're putting in the, the lottery twice, and based on odds, you just get the odds of maybe not not top four. Like you said, top five, you get top five odds, but maybe you don't get the top five pick. And then if you make the playoffs, you just get thrown into the lottery as well. 
you get thrown into the lottery as well. And you maybe just get the 14th pick or something. Something something like that to incentivize the team to actually go for it. And you would probably have to throw money at the guy. So I'm, I'm guessing that's going to be in the CPA. I, I, There's so, no way so, they're going to get around not paying the guys extra to, to partake in this. So far from what I've read, it, there is going to be a financial prize for the yeah. players. It's just that like, as sense. fans, are we going to care? Like, yeah. uh, is LeBron getting an extra hundred bucks? Is that really going to, <laughs> is that really going to get us going? Right. But yeah, like a, a tangible thing, like it could be because like in minor league baseball, they're experimenting with uh, having a first half championship champion and a second half champion. The first half champion gets an automatic bid into their playoffs. Like it could be like, you get an automatic top eight seed if you win the tournaments, but you still need to play for what seed you get for the rest of the year. But you you made it. You made it. Like, so you don't have to worry about not making it. It's just if you if you decide to throw the season away, you still have to play in the playing tournament. You know what I mean? Something like that. But maybe you get an automatic a seed in the in the I don't know. Before it's before you can really pass judgment on it, you have to find out what the final parameters are as a big european football guy mm-hmm. i enjoy the in-season tournaments i do too it's like a it's a different beast because they only play once a week sometimes twice in their in their specific league and then they'll play maybe one time outside that league in the in the course of a week you're looking at two or three games max uh it's almost always two games so if you're if you're in english premier league team you play on the weekend and then you've got like a mid midweek Wednesday champions league or Thursday Europa league game. Uh, so it's not a big deal scheduling these, you know, FA cups or whatever. They just make everybody play in the cup that weekend and they don't have any premier league fixtures that weekend. And what those leagues or those organizations have done a lot to make those midseason cups mean something. Like if you win the FA Cup or you win, I think it's the Caribou Cup. I, I could be wrong. Carabao. Carabao. Carabao like, Cup. That's the League Cup. Yeah. Like you win some of these cups, or like here in the United States, they have the Concacaf Champions League, but they also have the the U.S. Open Cup. And so, like, and the cups mean something. You know, it's just like. Obviously, if your team's trying to win an MLS Cup, they tend to maybe not play their star player in the tournament up until it means something. Right. Uh, but, yeah, like the NBA would really have to figure out a way to like, all right, well, but what does this mean and why should it matter and why should fans make a big deal? Unless, like, I guess it's like for teams that are not going to make the playoffs, if the Kings made it to a final and they played for something, yeah, be proud of that, right? But like for teams like the Warriors, the Clippers, and the Nets and stuff, like why should they care about something like this in December? Play play harder and increase your chances of getting hurt. Right. Is is Jake playing two K right now? Yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like he's gonna have a a really good take pretty soon, but he's letting us get all our stuff out. <laughs> uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on in season tournament? Can you guys hear me? Oh, now I could hear you, bro. I've been talking this whole time. My mic was like, I've been talking. <laughs> like in between the pauses, I've been talking. I'm like, what the hell? Um, These guys are totally ignoring we're, me. We're just like not not acknowledging you. Like, no, I, no, actually, look, I'm really on board with the like the in season tournament. Like you guys said, it's like the Premier League almost, right? Where we get like the cups, and then even like La Liga has the same thing. We get Champions League like in the weekend or midweek or whatever. 
I think it's like super fire. The league is growing. Obviously, they got to change it up. And what I was reading somewhere online, I forgot where I read, is that they're thinking of bringing overseas teams to come play. And I think that is like the most fire stuff because if you're an NBA player, do you really want to get your ass bust by like some like, you know, six three Croatian guard that you have no <laughs> idea that, that every American probably has no idea who they are, but like that they could really hoop. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think that'd be really fire if they mixed it up somehow, bring Real Madrid and Barcelona and and Monaco and all them stuff and all them teams over there. I think that'd be fun. Um, uh, bring the Shanghai Sharks, dude. They have legit NBA players on their team. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, we get to see. Let's say they bring the, the Sharks, right? They bring Taco Fall and they bring Jeremy Lin or whoever they have. I don't know who they got. Um, like, I think it would be just fun for the league just to see other stars, other star players from other leagues. Like, it's cool. Yeah, now, like a, like a midseason international tournament where maybe you take the NBA finals champion, the runner up, and maybe the two number one seeds from the conferences. And if you were a number one seed who won the championship, then you just move like next in the standings and yeah. you have four NBA teams. And then you have like, uh, I don't know, 14. Am I doing my math? 12, 12 international teams. And you have a 16 team tournament. I'm thinking and- like, it'd be, it'd be good, especially just to grow the game. You get mm-hmm. to see like these guys that are overseas People want to see Victor, right? Like, they want to yeah. see him hoop. We got to see Luca play in the United States when he was, like, 16. Yeah. You know, and, and I think those little friendlies like that just add to the game. You get to see the next stars, the next overseas stars. I don't know. It's cool. Uh, people are, like I said, again, they're just mad at change, and they're mad at, like, you know, progressive world. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> like everything got to <laughs> Everything got to move forward. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess for – if I could be, if I could, you know, Clipper fans will understand this. It's the same thing if the Clippers won the bubble championship and then never go in another one. It's the same thing if, like, if the Clippers keep winning these midseason tournaments, but we can't get the actual ring, we're just going to hear it from the rest of the NBA and Laker fans that, like, we're midseason champions, but we can't get it done, you know? And I, I don't like want the Clippers to only win these midseason tournaments and not be able to pull it off in June. So, like, to me, that's just where I'm kind of coming from. It's just like, it has to mean something where it's like, yeah, well, we keep winning these, but, like, but we're not winning them just for nothing. We keep getting this, and this is how we're getting better, or I don't know. I think the other well, thing here, too, is, like, um, like these big teams, I don't know if this – I just think that they should do it right. And the if you're, like, a top three team in each conference, I don't think you should participate. It should be for, like, mid-table to, like, lower-tier teams – Mm-hmm. uh so people can watch them. so people can watch them like people don't get to watch these teams people everybody yeah. gets to watch the lakers the celtics the nets the whatever right but people don't get to watch like the, the hornets, kings the hornets the kings the, the hornets like, were a lot of fun to watch last year yeah, like you know what i'm saying it's just little little teams like that that we're well, not even little just teams like that that people don't get to get a lot of viewership on i don't know i think it'd be dope yeah i agree yeah uh, hey, that, that's that's a good idea right there. Or like, I'm yeah. Not. Or maybe you have the you just, you have the play in tournament in the midseason, <laughs> and then if you win that, you get you get a you get a top seven seed, and then <laughs> I'm just throwing <laughs> shit at the wall at this point. <laughs> but I'm sure the NBA will figure it out. I'll just be a little disappointed if it's just like, hey, here's a midseason tournament, and all the play and all the only thing on the line is that you know LeBron James gets five bucks at the end of it. 
Yeah, right. like, I, will, I don't know. I will say this, that one of the things that you do notice in European cup soccer and, and all of these like side tournament things is that winning really becomes a habit for these teams. If you start winning those sub tourneys, those cup tournaments, you finish better in the regular season and, and you finish better in your league uh, or you finish better in the Champions League. That's just like as a Liverpool fan, I'm watching that. Like last year they won the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup and, and went to the finals. They lost on the last day in the in the in the league and then they lost the, the finals in the Champions League. But it was but like went to the, the winning begat begat winning. It, it's like momentum. Well, so well, there, there is something yeah. to be said for going in and playing hard and winning that tournament for bragging rights and the momentum that it carries with you can carry you into the back half of the season. I'm going to go figure out what I just said right there. That was like totally. No, 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 it made sense. It made sense. Uh, but yeah, like we'll see. We'll get more details on it. Uh, if, it, you know, maybe just another banner we get that's not the actual banner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, let's talk about because I don't think this is confirmed, but let's. But it, it, it's been kind of floating around Twitter. There's going to be preseason games this year in Seattle. The Clippers playing too, yeah. And there will be some preseason games in Vegas, which you know makes sense. I think there's always a preseason game in Vegas of some sort. The Lakers are in Vegas this year. Yeah, like the fourth and sixth or something like that. So they're they're saying that in Seattle during the Clipper games, they're going to announce the Seattle NBA expansion team. Mm-hmm. And there's also sayings that, you know, in the Lakers Vegas game, they're going to announce the Vegas expansion team. How do you think the NBA is going to look when these teams are fun? Cause I, I think they're, I don't know if like they're going to announce them this week or next month. I mean, but they're, I think they're for sure coming into the league by maybe, I don't know, in two years or so from now. Uh, how do you think the league will realign? Uh, let's start with Jake. Um, I'm assuming that they got to move two teams to the east, right? No, you'd only move one. Okay, so I'd probably move either Memphis and New Orleans or Minnesota. I feel like sometimes Minnesota, I was like, bro, you guys are kind of like. They should be. They should be in the <laughs> real close to Chicago. They should be in the central, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you guys are kind of up there. Um, and whatever team they move out of those three, though, it's it only makes the east better just more competitive because they're all kind of fringe playoff teams. I, I would say New Orleans is safe because it's more West than Memphis. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's either Memphis or Minnesota, but imagine Memphis point. in the East though, Memphis in the East be cooking. They, 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 cook. they should be in the East because Tennessee's really far away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And can I, can yeah. I throw something out there? That's always bugged me. And Trent would have the geography knowledge on this more than I would. It kind of blows my mind that OKC and the Dallas Mavericks are in two separate divisions. Yeah, that's pretty oh, yeah, wild. That kind of makes no sense, too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Nor like and New Orleans, I believe, is in the same division as Houston, but like, and I think that should stay the same because they're actually closer to each other, I think, than uh like San Antonio is to uh so- Houston. So Yes. Help me, help me out here then. So, like, if they did Vegas and Seattle, Seattle would join the Northwest Division. So, I think yes. they're just going to have to break. The they would school. have to realign. They would just have to destroy everything, make eight divisions, and the four, eight, four, eight four team divisions. Yes, 
and then four divisions will be in the West, four divisions would be in the East. And probably the Clippers, Lakers, Suns, and the Vegas team will be in one. Yeah. And then I would probably say Seattle, Kings, Warriors, Blazers would be oh, the, the other. Oh, the Kings. Yeah. I always forget about those, yeah. man. See, we got to see the Kings on TV more often. And then, see? But then this is where it gets a little like weird on like, all right, do they move Minnesota or do they move Memphis? Let's just say for now they move Memphis. Then Minnesota, Utah, Denver. And then I guess you have to say Oklahoma OKC. City. Yeah, and it's just like it just I just it it like it makes and, me cringe that they're not in the same division as Dallas because it should be. And then you have the three the three Texas teams plus plus New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. So and then you'd move Minnesota probably with the Bucks. Oh no, yeah. no, we're keeping Minnesota in the West, right? All right, so we're keeping Minnesota in the West. So then Memphis. So Memphis. So Memphis would probably be with the Heat, Magic, Hawks. That's tough. And Memphis. Yeah. And then the rest follows, right? Hornets. Oh yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You got options. You could put them in with the Hornets or the Hornets in with the Florida teams, or you could put the Memphis Grizzlies in with the like Bucks, Pacers, Bulls. Dang. Yeah, you probably could because they are kind of Midwesty. You know, Pistons, Cleveland, uh, Toronto. Toronto should probably be in a more central division because it's not anywhere close to the Atlantic Ocean. But they're in the Atlantic now. (laughs) Yeah, so you would take them out, and then you'd maybe even have. See, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I think there will be some East team that's not geographically the same as the others uh kind of like how the afc east is in football yeah <laughs> where like it's that. like the miami's in the same division as the jets the patriots yeah. when they should probably be in the south with the colts in them so the colts have no business being in the south <laughs> yeah indiana is so if Indianapolis we're, is almost chicago i want to say Memphis, i want to say memphis should be with the south teams just because it's that close to Mississippi, like just put them in the, just put them in, just put them in the south, and then I would say the Bulls, Pacers, Bucks, and Pistons should be in the other division, and then I would go. That's the current Central Division minus Cleveland, so and you then yeah. bump Cleveland over to like whatever the new division i don't know yeah and then i would probably have a <laughs> okay raptors and cleveland should be together i would say those two should be together for sure okay this is tough and then, you know what <laughs> and then i'd probably have a coastal division but everyone else is on the coast so you have a northeast division with uh, boston brooklyn Knicks, and philly yeah philly and then the Hornets, Wizards, and the Cavs, and the Raptors are all just in like the hey, you guys are leftover division. Yeah, the the junk division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> division play is overrated anyway. Well, well, yeah. the way I would the way I would do it moving on, if I'm being honest with you guys, would be just get rid of. That's a good time to just get rid of the Western and Eastern Conference and just go top sixteen teams make the playoffs. 
all eight division winners make it, and then there's eight wild card teams that make it. Hopefully, you get you don't get matched up with having to go. And if you really want to make it where like easy, like the top teams don't have to travel, you make it where like the first seed plays the 16th seed. All games are at the number one seed's home. And then like you just do I don't know seven game series all. I didn't, why not? Why not leave the Eastern and Western conferences together and then just make it two divisions per two divisions of eight, and then make division play mean something by making the division winners the one and two seeds. Yeah, I, like I never look at the like the divisional like. Yeah. yeah. Right well, now, division the, play is only used in tiebreakers. If you happen to finish with word. the exact same record, somebody else. Word. And they they kind of got rid of like why the division matters when they said like you don't get a top seed once if you win your division. Right. Remember, like they basically says. Yeah. What is that? Horses. What does it matter? Like that's what I'm saying, right? Like it only matters in football. Like if you want to make it where it's like soccer, you just say like these are the. 16 Western Conference teams. These are the 16 Eastern Conference teams, and there's no divisions. <laughs> and then you could just make the schedule based on geographical geographical locations, and yeah. who cares? You know, like That's yeah, the, should be. the Clippers and Lakers be, play each other four times just because they're so close to each other, but really they're they're not in the same division. Um, they could also adopt like how football and baseball do it, where it's just like just because you're in the same geographical area doesn't mean you're in the same conference. Like yep. they they could do like an American conference and a national conference, and Clippers and Lakers are in separate conferences. That'd be do, so fire! That'd be so fire, bro. You know, and that means that you're fire. you're you're making it where there's a decent chance that like the Nets and the Knicks might meet in the finals someday instead of the West. So Coast. fire! The Warriors. that would dramatically increase travel. It would, yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. I, yeah. You might you might make it where you play more divisional. Because you'd still have geographical divisions. It would just be stretched a little bit more. So you play more divisional games that way. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it would increase your amount of travel. You know, instead of just playing two games against the opposing conference, you'd be playing, you know, if if New York is in the same conference as one of the L.A. teams. Right. You play them four times because you're in the same conference. Yeah. Well, not every right team, now you only play them two. Not every team we play in the same conference is four times. We sometimes play every team three times. Still, three is more than two, which is true. Yep. But because, but when you like right now, when you play an Eastern Conference team, you play them twice. So so once there, once here. When USC moved to the Big Ten, everyone's talking about travel and how they would do it. And like for the Olympic teams, it's going to be tough. But for football, it doesn't matter. But someone mentioned. There's like actually traveling to Seattle is actually longer than traveling to Chicago. And I was like, by like, yeah. So they're like, so it shouldn't change too much. So, yes, but football is once a week. Right. We're talking about guys playing three or four games a week. Yeah. I doubt they probably, yeah. I don't think the players will be in on it. Players Association would. Probably not. It's not going to happen. I could just dream that like we could have a Knicks Nets finals or a Clippers Lakers final instead of just like meeting in the Western Conference or the first well, round. One of the reasons that they want don't want that is that they want interest from both coasts in the finals. Oh, uh, that's true. I didn't think of that from from multiple media uh, uh, bases to be interested in the same same thing. So it's it's why they get the NBA freaks out when like the Bucks make it. Like yeah, Wisconsin is a terrible media market, but <laughs> the Bucks versus you know, the, the Suns, like oh. teams are really good. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Bucks versus Suns was a just a disaster matchup for the NBA as far as marketing and ratings. Now it ended up getting good ratings because they were really good teams. But yeah, I digress. Uh, Jake just sent me a picture of Kawhi Leonard in the Padres hat at the was it at the U.S. Open? US yes, Open. sir. He's in New York. So he was at Fashion Week earlier br- today. Bringing bringing the podcast back to page one. Uh, that was the LA Clips Forum. <laughs> LA Clips Forum for the Padres fans by the Padres fans. <laughs> uh, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast. You can find our, us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. We will be opening a Patreon on September 23rd. Well, you got a date. Yes, we got a date. That's a few a days date. before. That's a few days before Media Day. So we're going to have some nice. content going into Media Day. That's and- two weeks away, man. Yep, got a lot of work to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, well, it's going to be fun. We're going to have extra pods. We're going to be set from day one. I'm going to start seeing who's in the page, people who sign up. From day one, I'm going to start figuring out like what our fantasy basketball league is going to look like. Uh, I want at least 12 people in it. People in the Patreon get first dibs. Uh, you don't have to be in the tournament. You don't have to be in the fantasy basketball league to be in the Patreon. There's plenty of content. There's going to be plenty of community. There's going to be plenty of conversations going on. But if you want to play fantasy basketball with us, people in the Patreon got first dibs. So if 12 people come into the Patreon and they want to be in the league, the people on Twitter, I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to have some content. I'm sure these guys are going to be on a lot of content on the Patreon. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh oh, yeah. Jake, you got some drops coming? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, the date is looking like September 26th at noon will be the drop date. Um, media day for everybody that wants to know when it is. So the 26th at noon, jakebarnes.com. And the lookbook will drop on the 19th. Beautiful. Put me down for a double XL because I have a feeling I'm going to gain about 10 pounds after quitting smoking. So Put, put me down for double XL because I'll move it up. the same size. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh trent what you got going on i, oh, I, I, I know yeah. i know you, i know you, you got like a secret lab of stuff you're doing i do i have a secret lab going on i i did uh right right before coming on the pod i got my uh, bill for my emergency room visit from last month um so <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have assume, a new theory i'm gonna say it's not positive <laughs> emergency room visits are hella expensive because they don't want you to come back Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, it's, it was extremely expensive. So I, I have to watch my spending, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, drunken underscore Trent. That's that's where all the fun stuff happens. I've been posting a lot recently because uh, there's not a lot going on that I feel like posting about. We'll put it that way. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Uh, you will probably be hearing a lot of Trent uh, when we do our uh, Twitter spaces into next season. Uh, especially if me and Jesse are going to games, we might need Trent to start those off for us until we get in our cars. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the afternoon games on the weekends where we all end up at the stadium. Oh yeah, and it's gonna okay. be like the, the Twitter spaces are gonna be weird as hell. Yeah, we're all just gonna be hovered <laughs> over the same phone on a bench. <laughs> uh, but thank you for everybody who listened to the jingle at the beginning and stayed for the rest of the pod, and we appreciate everybody for. Oh man, I screwed that up. I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> you you could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us. Uh, thank you, Trent, for the outro, and we're out.
Peace. Adios. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins, catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.